live and hoping VAR takes a good look at Group F. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Mm, there's a lot. I mean, that result about. looks like off by, I don't know, a couple millimeters. So clearly. An, an elbow, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, elbow spin. Raise your voice. I mean, that, that first game against Belgium, I mean, you just got to look at the stats. I mean, it, that couldn't possibly have been a 1 0 Belgium win. I, exactly. No, come on. Come the on system back. is rigged. Yeah. Somebody, somebody put a microchip in this group. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that always adds the maximum stoppage time. On this week's episode, we talk about Canada's fall at the World Cup, mm. other teams at the World Cup, mm. a bit of TFC and KMPL because yes, we still do that, uh, and then more mm. World Cup. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> and now to this week's panel, the very generous host with the most, please welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Yeah, the uh, World Cup's over before we even got to record an episode. God damn. I know, I know. That's what we get for slacking last week. But thank you for letting us come over and commiserate together. That was nice. You're welcome. Just a host awake. It was a proper wake, too. There was lots of laughter. It it turned out. It turned out well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Busy teaching the next generation about kits. It's Mark Hinckley. I do what I can. Uh, I feel it's 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 outreach. It's trying to connect with a completely genera- different generation. And at least she understands the brilliance that is the Netherlands kit, unlike some people we know. Quality. Not yeah. quality street. It's quality. I love that kit. Yeah. More and more. He was the least surprised by the result against Croatia. Say hello to Tony Walsh. I'm just, just trying to figure out when uh, regulation time on this podcast actually ends if we're like, you know, jacked up on injury time. How long is it supposed to be? 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, wow. I feel like that was always kind of the goal back in the that day. That was always the goal. Wow. We got well over 400 minute episodes worth of apologies that we need to start. So Starting we now, to be, episode so, 26, we are so fucking sorry. It went <laughs> So we were supposed to be a half, and now we average a cup final with penalty kicks. Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> you know, we, it's it's bonus time. Every, people are almost always excited when you see them on social media when the game goes in. Oh, yeah, more. So, you know, we're just giving the people what they didn't know they wanted. That's all. Who says, yeah, more about extra time? Some people do. Depends on the game. That's true. Cool. Scotland. It's some really games it's very much just let it end but other it's games really it's like yeah thing. Korea oh yeah I, I that was sad too anyway as for me I'm just glad I got to see Atiba play at a World Cup happy sad Centurion Chris- yes Centurion Atiba it sounds much more exciting when you say it that way thank you Marcus I got you uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. All right, well, what's been happening? Well, what's been happening is the World Cup, uh, in case you haven't been paying attention. And is, by oh, the, is, is that on? It is. is. Oh, shit, I thought that wasn't until January. No, 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 no. Oh, no I'm no. jacked to watch Canada. Done oh, yeah, time Canada. for Christmas. 
Mm. Well, like color me surprised. Well, there you go. This is this is an informative podcast. It's educational. We've said this many times throughout the years. So, no, it started like last week. Huh. Wow. How's it going? Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's been on for over a week. I'm not even kidding. How's Italy doing? Amazing. <laughs> they are relaxing on the beach at home with their family and friends, watching That's their teammates. Nice. It's like the so... most relaxing way to enjoy the World Cup is to that... not even participate. That is so nice. I'm so happy for them. Anyway. Me too. Me too. Okay. Well, so this World Cup has been very interesting for a variety of reasons. Obviously, there's, you know, controversies and the, the 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 moral implications and the corruption and all those good things that we have talked about and we'll probably talk about again but we're probably not going to do that today um but one of the most interesting things about this world cup has been the refereeing and i don't mean like referees bad oh where are these decisions and i'm not talking about var tony um no i'm talking about stoppage time and the fact that we have never seen stoppage time like this. This is maybe an A game, maybe maybe in a couple here and there, sporadically sprinkled about. Some might say a podcast's worth of extra time. Indeed, Marcus, Ooh, yeah. indeed. Yeah. However, the 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 theme of this World Cup, the 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 mark of every single match pretty much has been how much stoppage time they are literally keeping track of all the time wasting all the shit housing like everything and they are tacking that on to the end of eating just both like it's been i've never seen anything like this we've never seen anything like this so my question it's 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 i have only one question here but it's but it's twofold really um do you what do you think of it slash do you like it and do you think we're going to see a shift in other football leagues around the world to more accurate trapping, tracking of stoppage time after the World Cup? Do you think other leagues are going to be like, huh, look at that. Well, that's, that's produced. That's interesting. Um, like me personally, I kind of love it. I think I, I, I find it hilarious, but I kind of have been enjoying it. Um, don't know if I'm a huge fan of 14 extra minutes, that kind of thing. Per, per match. <laughs> but um, uh, I think a reason that you won't see leagues jump all over it is because, yeah, that's in a quarter of an hour of uh, less TV commercial space. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I Man, I didn't even think of that. That did yeah. not occur to me. Yeah, it's, it's one thing to be blocking off Oh, you got two hours for the game, and eh, it goes off a little bit extra. That's fine for the World Cup. It's another thing for say every single MLS game is now. Oh, yep, it's going to go ten minutes into the next. And you know, fucking Dallas versus Colorado on a a Sunday afternoon, nobody cares about it at all because it's the middle of the season and both teams are shit. You know, no one's going to be wanting to do an extra time for that. My excitement just shot through the roof when you said Dallas, Colorado. I, <laughs> this World Cup thing is want so more of that. fucking ghetto. You give me MLS any... No, fuck that. Um, <laughs> I, I do find it interesting that that's where my my subconscious goes when I'm trying to think of boring game. Yeah, when I Dallas think of two great mice, that's pretty much it. 
2010 MLS Cup final. Oh God. Flat fest for the ages. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I love it. I genuinely love it. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, I think if that's, if, if, if this is one way to uh, curtail shithousery in the sense, like I'm going to take an extra 36 seconds to, before I figure out how to throw a ball again from the sideline. Cause all of a sudden I forgot, you know, the selective amnesia <laughs> in the 80th minute is really funny, except <laughs> now we're not forgetting it's coming it. back. Yeah. Um, to, to, uh, while I agree about the whole sponsorship point, um, there's an easy fix to that. And that is the owners yelling at their players and their manager. Stop that shit. Let's get paid well, a little quicker. You, I thought you were talking about like owners yelling out sponsorships during the game. Those sideline interviews are going to get more and more interesting. Everyone's going to be you mic'd mean, up. You mean, would, just, pizza, would just pizza. do anything for a spare million? Are you kidding me? That's not a that's not a thing, is it? I thought no. I thought like, you were, I thought you were going to say uh, that the solution would be injury time. Brought to you by. Oh, why not? <laughs> Fuck! I, like I mean. I, MLS has been mastering that shit for like the last 15 years. I'm surprised I haven't seen an ad for Target when a shot hit the crossbar. Like, honestly. Yeah, true, true. I guess Band-Aid injury time would be pretty amazing. (laughs) Oh, I I mean, why isn't Subway sponsoring every single substitution? I'll never fucking understand. Mm. But regardless of all that, um, like if, if... if the idea is, hey, you guys fucking around is literally going to cost us revenue in the bottom line, that will be a memo that comes from the top all the way down. And each team will endorse that. Now it's up to the players to learn how to fucking stop doing that. That's fascinating. I, I, I hadn't even thought of it like that. Like, like I, I under, like I completely understand where you're, where you're coming from, but like I, I was, I was explaining this to, to uh, people I was with on Sunday and the one thing is like, what I love about it is that it's no longer time wasting. Now the only excuse really is momentum changing. Yeah. Slowing it down because they're still getting that time later now. But right now it's no like we're taking the pace away from the game, which is fine. Just know that later they're going it's to get that time back. back. Yeah. It's like a boomerang. So, the concept that it might actually change the way football works. This is fascinating, Marcus. I love this, but I've also been enjoying the fact that I, after the first match, I was kind of like, "Wow, that's a lot of extra time." And I was like, "Wait, this is fucking fantastic." I also love that Put all of my all. all of my guesstimates as to how much extra time now are going to be way undervalued because I'm usually <laughs> exactly we, we play that game in every match, right? And like, I'm 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 surprised i don't have a lot of talents but that somehow is one of them like i can't tell you how many people i can't even guess as to how many people are in the stadium because they're all in the concourse mark but i will i can get within a minute plus or plus one plus or minus one of whatever it actually is almost every time so now that that's being kept accurately one i don't even give a shit anymore like me counting (laughs) me guessing i mean now it's just weirdly fun but like I just I want ninety minutes of a game, not eighty six, because yeah, poor assholes thought it would, found ways to roll around an extra. Oh, like, a cramp! Oh no, my leg. Mm. And as for like the second some... question, I think I think it won't. It's going to be one of those things where, as long as as long as the their their FAs um, and the leagues pay for somebody or whatever this fucking system is to be implemented to keep track of that time accurately. Um, 
it'll happen because I kind of think like from an outsider's perspective, I mean, this is just my pure North American view. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, trying to explain injury time to to uh, North Americans. Um, it's, it's, it's like I'm trying to explain cold fusion. And it's like, Jesus Christ, it's not that hard, guys. But apparently you guys don't know how to fucking do math. So um, this way, it, it kind of like takes away that mystique of like, oh, he's just fucking around. He's just like, no, they'll get him later. Watch, oh, you know, 16 minutes of extra time. It's like, that's for the fucking around that you saw in the 50th minute and the 60th minute and the 80th minute. Like, I'm OK with this. And and if it can somehow bring a little more, shall we, for lack of a better term, honesty to the game integrity is not the word but honesty there's honestly fucking 11 minutes left even though it says 90 there's 11 minutes left <laughs> but i the one thing i will say that i the last thing i'll say about this is that i would like for them to change the policy of leaving the clock at 90 then what in the mm. stadium because when in the stadium it starts it's 90 and then it stops put the fucking injury time on the screen Agreed. That's always been something that yeah. I have never understood. Every stadium has that giant screen. It's really fucking easy to do. Just do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like part of what they're counting must be kind of goal celebrations. I feel like it's kind of always was in there that, oh, every goal is supposed to go and add on 30, 30 seconds, seconds or whatever yeah. it was. And I don't feel like that ever got done. It's just like, is that what they're doing now? I mean, I feel like there's a lot of the goals celebrations it's almost like a couple of minutes before they start playing World Cup fair enough big deal but you know every goal is you know if you're not paying attention oh shit someone scored and you're just kind of like watching waiting for a replay and you're waiting for like a fucking minute for them to get over the player reaction and crowd reaction shots and actually show a replay and there's still plenty of fucking time to be showing multiple replays before they kick off again I don't think that's contributed that, you know, they may be letting celebrations gone a bit longer, but they're actually counting them properly towards injury time. I feel that's like one of the things as well, that uh, maybe they're just counting more than they ever did before. Don't know. So sort of because we're talking about like, you know, I've seen like the sponsorship sponsorship thing and how it'd be like, Oh no, no, no. Cause we, you know, we'll cut into our TV time and that sort of thing. Um, unless of course they just sponsor everything, which I fully expect MLS to go complete NASCAR one of these days anyway. But what if, what if they only did it? What if this was one of those things that they did for the playoffs? Cause MLS play, especially MLS, just specifically thinking of MLS, not necessarily, um, the uh, English Premier League or La Liga, any of those things, right? But um, although I think, imagine Liga MX with all the, with all the stoppage time added, <laughs> games would be so long. Um, but for MLS, because playoffs are everything for MLS, right? And they tend to be fairly wacky on their own. But I, can you not see owners and the TV rights people sort of salivating over more eyes glued for longer because Not of really. this. Not really. I think they want eyes glued to commercials. They don't really want eyes glued yeah. to the action. Yeah, mm-hmm. charge more for the hoarding, for the uh, advertising, since it's going to be on TV longer. 
like mm-hmm. yeah they, no but it's like basically like, but, my, my attitude is that you can't have the two sets of rules one for the playoffs and one for the regular season it's an all or nothing deal because it would well, just it's already a fucking joke league sometimes and that mm-hmm. just makes it easier to laugh at to be fair MLS changes its playoff rules every year so uh, you know at the how they how how somebody qualifies that's i'm i'm waiting for the time where they figure out a way to eliminate you know oh the tina finished fourth you didn't qualify for the playoffs Five through eight did, but you didn't. MLS, <laughs> you, know, like just some, you didn't take enough super draft. MLS, nah. you didn't hit. You didn't hit the money ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you gave up Should've your taken game. that shot from the corner, and, and you didn't. And, anyway, yeah, like that's that's the sh- that's the shithousery that MLS gets laughed at is how every time they've got a new fucking playoff format that's somehow even more interesting. The last one was don't care. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't run that, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, put it past them. All right. Okay. Well, listeners, please, we would love to hear your opinion on this as well. Uh, do you like the added, the extra added time stoppage time, all the stoppage time? Do you dislike it? Do you want to see it rolled out into other leagues? Let us know because I just find it. It's, it, it literally might be my favorite thing about this World Cup. Other than the fact that this World Cup has been quite hilarious in terms of results so far. Like, there's only three teams that are so far confirmed to go through. That's it. Just three. Everything else is still wildly up in the air, which is great. How, How many delightful. teams confirmed it already knocked out? Hey. Oh, Less delightful. We're, we're going to get to that, all right? We, didn't have to we went to first. So That's the main thing. That's true. We're not number one. No. Um, but so far, no, no pay me to say this third one. So France, Brazil, and Portugal. The only ones guaranteed uh, spot in the round 16 uh, after today. And I think, like, for me, and so, like, my question is, you know, like, which which team, which country has is been unexpected for you so far? And I just think, like, the whole tournament, on the large part, has had some very good matches, um, lots of and lots of surprising results. I think. I think there's been a lot of unexpected um, sort of f- flips in terms of who you thought was going to come out on top. Um, I just think it's been, again, all the other stuff surrounding it aside, the football itself has been, has been kind of delightful. Um, mm-hmm. I would agree. So, uh, I, I, I think, I think it's just the, um, how the, shall we say the long held expectations of international football. Most of it has been fucking thrown out the window, like a good amount of it. Like the fact that Saudi Arabia got three points off of fucking Argentina, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's that kind of stuff. Like, um, what's the other one? Iran beating Wales. I know Wales, is Wales yeah. deal, but Iran still put two past their keeper in like, I, it was all injury time, but still funny to me. Like yep. there's no way I would have picked, I would have picked Iran, um, in a, in a hundred chances. I would never have given them one. Um, not that Iran isn't good. Japan coming back is, to like, beat Germany. Japan coming back to beat Germany. Oh, delightful. 
that was then losing because joke. but then losing because they're but then losing because they're <laughs> like like what is happening like it's this is like it's just incredible like uh even even going the other way belgium just being so fucking mediocre yeah, yeah. that's that's like, that's my one yeah like it's yeah, yeah. I, I can't i i love i love it because there's nothing makes sense absolutely nothing like and and i'm here for it um this is this is this makes it an interesting world cup i mean it's still gonna end up being mm-hmm. you know brazil versus france in the final or some shit but like Probably. Maybe, the, maybe the semis will they'll play random countries that never got there before ghana yeah. Oh, ghana. yeah oh yeah it's mm-hmm. like there's just it's it it's also crazy that only one country has been eliminated with the last games to be played and like that's also kind of funny to me too like usually by now half the groups have been pretty much firmed up oh yeah Um, and almost every group is still up in the air like it's it's absolutely hilarious i mean and delightful seeing germany with one point (laughs) is just i mean they are they are not good like that's that is a no that was a known fact going into the world cup and they're just keeping it keeping it real but like Germany at a World Cup, one point in two games. You know, if all you do is watch World Cup every, like the only soccer you watch is every four years, you don't get nothing. You don't understand a thing. And I, and I like that. I really, I don't know. I think it's a little bit too, the, the gulf of talent is actually closing. Which I, I think is all is, is one well, thing. I that, think it's great. Yeah. Like that's which is I, always important to me because like, definitely, I've, I've said like, it's great that Saudi Arabia makes this tournament almost every single time, but they are almost kind of a waste of space. And then they won. So like, what the fuck do I know? Right. Just going by history, but clearly they showed up Argentina imploding, whatever. Sure. Mm. But like, holy crap. Like that's just, it doesn't matter how the score ended up. It's still holy crap. So yeah, this is a bit of quality tournament. One side, notwithstanding. I feel like France seems a bit surprising. They just say, oh, they look really good. And you know, they've already had like Pogba and Conte and Benzema aren't playing. And oh, they're still really good. So cute, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> why? why? It's, oh, oh, I, oh, that's right. I'm like the only one that ever actually likes France, aren't I? Mm. I don't mind France. Like genuinely, no, don't. I, 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 even though, even though there's, you know, several douchebags on their team, I just quite like them. Plenty of them, but they, I, 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 I'm quite amused at the fact that they are playing like those guys you mentioned, Dunk, are in the team. Yeah. And that's that's the part that actually shocks the living shit out of me. Like, not that, again, France, it's not that they didn't have the talent. I just was not expecting it to look this good. Like, they, they, they don't look much far off from the team that won the damn thing four years ago. And that's weird. To me, that's super weird. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what it's like out when they get out of the group. But yeah, no, they have been, yeah, even to me, surprisingly competent. Um, I think um, I didn't explain why. why oh, no, I sort of expected Iran to do well. But um, what was I? Yeah, like Japan. Uh, I did not expect Morocco to be... Yeah 
I didn't, I didn't have, but I didn't, I didn't have enough of a perception of them until, well, maybe yesterday. I, um, I think we slept on, I think a lot of people in Canada slept on them when we saw the group come out. Oh, they, for sure. Like, the two obvious big, sure. uh, big sire, you know, uh, alerts were Belgium, were and, Croatia, Belgium yeah. and Croatia, but yeah, I, I think that was a, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of fair, mostly because not a lot of access to Moroccan national, you know, matches unless you really go out and seek them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've, I mean, you know, more often than not, they do something at the World Cup when they've been there. I I think that what's funny is the whole, how the fuck are Morocco ranked 22nd? Okay. Yeah, we, get, said, we said that a lot yesterday. I know, a but lot. like, I, but that's what I mean, though. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I still I don't even, I don't, I don't even know. Like, like I, th- th- I feel like that was the game that, you know, our, our high flying arrogance totally earned, by the way, um, looking at the Morocco game. Well, that's three points. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Mark of a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I knows nothing about soccer. Apparently that guy. I swear to God, that guy. Okay. What a sack of shit. <laughs> oh, no, but I feel I feel like that would that would be like I would I would guess that the majority of the people who listen to this podcast also felt the same way. Yeah, like yeah. like all right, we're gonna get three points, but can we get an extra point out of the other two games? That is now a very different prospect because are we can we get a point out of this at all? And like that's that's where my head's at. So I'm still optimistic, but like I'm I can't at all sleep on Morocco, not even for like a cheeky draw. I think yeah. I think that's gonna be an uglier game than than uh way way expected. And I mean, okay. Obviously we'd love Canada to get a win and mm. go home, you know, with a bit of respect. Yeah, get a little same, pep in their step or whatever sure. heading into the gold cup next year. But at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> Dra- dragging Belgium out of the World Cup with us, yeah, yeah. I, yeah but they I'm, did it to themselves. Yeah, I know, but still, and maybe Belgium. Oh, this is our chance to f Croatia. <laughs> True. Ooh. Oh, oh, strong. That's but strong. Belgium gets the win, but oh, Croatia thinks, oh, we'll, we'll be fine. No, no, no. Oh, no. Wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh now Belgium wakes up? <laughs> Maybe. Hey. Oh, That's kind okay, of funny. You know I'm, I'm going with my esteemed colleague, Duncan. I, <laughs> if somehow, like, watching the game and checking the phone the entire time, watching the score, and it says... One nil Belgium. I'll be screaming like, "Just lose!" <laughs> um, because if I, that happens, I want that, happens, that to take it, take him out. That that Maybe not lose. You know, a gentleman's tie. Yeah. No, if if that happens, Herdman has to have his press conference like, "I told you we fucked them. I didn't say when." <laughs> uh, the wrestling, the wrestling nerd in me, fucking wants this so bad. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to get you at WrestleMania. I just said I was going to get you. (laughs) This this, this is the booking I'm here for, guys. (laughs) Uh, Otherwise, like, like just looking at sort of where things stand um, after two matches, you know, uh, like, seriously, go, go Ghana. Um, That's, that's my, uh, that's my favorite sort of. They were a bit hapless against Portugal. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, did very well against uh, South Korea. That was a hell of a game. 
that was that was that was a that was a wild game. But yeah, no, they were, and and they were like they were in control of that game for large sections of it. Um, and I would love to see. Well, we all we all kind of wanted um, either Iran or Wales to advance, but right now I, I yeah like go England, go Iran. I, I this is this is this is now my desire for this group. Sorry, Gareth, I love you and everything, but no, I think I'd rather see the I'd rather see the Iranian team go through. Um, yeah, it could be both. We just need Wales to win like three 0 against England, and then oh yeah, that's to to- totally. Yeah. <laughs> Although England, three now, or four, I, I, get, I get it. England does this like England. They have not looked. They made the first fucking good against Iran. They did, they did, but then the states, yeah. yeah. So, like, I just the states are that much better than Iran. I don't think so. But this is England in the first round every time. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. I I forget that this is what they do. You know. So it's fascinating, though. I love the World Cup. I just do. So much fun. Um, And Mexico, kind of sucking. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I gives me Costa Rica got the only CONCACAF win so far. What the? Yeah, who had that? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, I I do love it that the team that almost didn't make it because they finished in the half spot um, are leading the charge. Um, I also, I also will, uh, my Schadenfreude for the Americans will never, ever die. Nope, never. Um, I'm, uh, if, if we have American listeners, this isn't about you. It really isn't. Um, you know what? Most of the American people, my follow, uh, like I talk to on Twitter that are free people. They're like, I understand. Yeah. As okay, you were, good. enjoy. Like, <laughs> I haven't had like, anyone be like, Rah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, if I have to hear Christian Pulisic's name ever again, oh, Jesus Christ, he'll be too soon. Mind you, he's going to go to, if he's going to Arsenal, that, that's actually, I, that's good news. Cause they're oh, going to yeah. get a really good substitute. Because <laughs> that's all he is. He's all fucking substitute. Can you go to a nicer team? Yeah, I can't think of. I mean, Chelsea would be the second nicest team, to be yep. honest. And then City. But yeah, like it's it's really funny just to see like that that Costa Rica is leading the charge from behind, so to speak. And oh shit, that actually tracks because the opposite end is at the front. And oh fuck, I don't like this at all. <laughs> Next I don't section. like this universe. Fuck this. this a, it was good for a second, and then I put, then I did, then I put it all together. And, and, you know, it's it basically it's the it, you know I'm dropping the mug. It says Kobayashi on the bottom. Like it's just it's you know the usual suspects. It's it's an ugly yeah. I'm sorry. Mark, if you would just give me the fucking keys. Um, Pretty much. Anyway, I just think this has been a super fun. World Cup results wise, obviously Canada notwithstanding, but just in general, it's kind of great to see surprising results and so much undecided going into the last day, the last round of matches. Like I just love it. But now the unfortunate thing, of course, is that uh, everything has gone to two times. So you have to have multiple screens going. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, we're at that point of the show. Yep. Although so, it does mean that nobody has to try to get up 
for 5 a.m. Not that I have. I haven't seen a single of the early matches, not one, because that's not a, that's not a time that, that noise shows up on my clock. So we good. No, no. If Canada wasn't, if Canada didn't have a kickoff at five, good luck to whoever's playing. I do not care. So, you know, this, 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 this 10 a.m. Eastern time is leisurely and relaxing. Mm-hmm. True. Kristen Knowles hates Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, I've that's, been saying that for years. That's yeah. That's that's well well known. That's been well established. It's, Come on now. It's so it, mean. Yeah, it, I think exactly. It, I think it's because it's just inherently evil by name. Yes, we don't like mean things. Greenwich friendly time. I would. Totally you know what? That exactly. Totally different. Totally different trajectory. What about Greenwich median time? Like I could even maybe get on board with that, but anyway um canada let's talk let's 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 talk about it um two two matches in out of the world cup officially (sighs) flatter to deceive apparently from the looks of it against belgium although like regardless of regardless exactly regardless of whatever how poor perhaps belgium is or just maybe not as Maybe they're not the second best team in the world. Um, they're not. Newsflash. <laughs> but like that match, and we'll 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 we'll, just, we'll talk about both. But that match in particular, because that's the one that got got the world to take you know notice of the Canadian squad. Um, got Canadian fans hyped up and the team and everything. That was and a magical this, few days where Canada was the hipster's choice. Oh my God. It's like, we've mm-hmm. never, we've never had that. Like that was like, woo. you know, those, those are, those are the days that you wish you were like out backpacking and had like, you know, your Canada flag on your thing. And now everyone will be buying you drinks and shit. It'd be great. Um, but so like two things from the Belgian match, obviously one penalty kick. Sheesh. Mm. Yep. Um, and two, the 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 lack of finishing and for a team that was built for offense and that's what this 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 team has been built for you know it's got a very offensively set up squad um partially due to injuries but partially because when you have on paper and via you know evidence throughout their various leagues some some pretty decent abilities um guys who score goals regularly in top leagues not doing so and then you know getting hit on that counter but like that game is that game i think will go back as the much you know obviously the croatia match super frustrating um and and questions about herdman's selections and choices uh reliance on emotion and belief in his players, blah, 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 which you want. You want a coach to believe in the players, but I don't know. I, I don't know which match I'm more disappointed with. Like looking back on both of them now, I, I, well, the first one was the bigger missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. The second one was uh, an indication of how far Canada has to go to compete at this level. I think it was yeah. just, that was just the different class level. Time, yeah. yeah, just a different class level from pretty much top to bottom, you know. That midfield battle. <laughs> battle wasn't even a battle. Mm. <sighs> I mean, you're, you're, you're not, I mean, 
it's pretty spot on, Tony. Like, I mean, it's um, obviously I think it would have been awesome just to just to just to get a point off of Belgium. Like, never mind how the game ended, mm-hmm. but just the way that they were playing. Mm-hmm. And just the way that Belgium was playing, we deserved at least a point out of that. And 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 I'm not saying like just if all things being equal, if we were playing just another Concacaf team and that game played out the way it did, yeah, I'd still be mad we didn't get three points. It's not it's not because we played a number two team. It's because they looked sad. The Belgium looked oh, really they were not there, there for the taking. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and because of this, I kind of like. Like to Tony's point, yeah, Croatia were exactly as we feared it was going to be. Like they, they, they always threatened to be that good, and then they were. But, uh, but knowing that the opportunity was right there for Belgium is that hurts actually really, 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 really bad. Yeah. Um, once, once Croatia scored the first goal, it's just like I'm like. It's like that's a, like a, a good counterattack, or was was that one a counterattack, or was it the second one? I can't remember. But like we got picked apart, and you know, ding, 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 into the back of the net. It's like, well, now that they figured out how to do that, they'll do this again, and then they did. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and but like with with Belgium, it's like it was a lucky counter. Like it felt like just a mad counterattack, and it just yeah. all worked. But it was yeah. also even even in that one it, uh, with Batshuayi, it was kind of like that composure in front of the net showed the difference mm-hmm. between, you, you know, they needed one, one kick at, at, at Canada's goal to change the game. And Canada had uh, countless, you know, opportunities and just didn't quite have that. And these are good players. Like we're not shitting on the players or suddenly say they're not good anymore, but you know, the composure at the world cup level is, yeah, it's, it's something they're going to have to learn at this level. You know, we, we were mm-hmm. saying when we were watching the game, it was like, Canada hasn't played back to back two teams, you know, like Belgium and Croatia ever. Like Jesus, ever? Yeah, or at least in 36 years, you know. So, you know, there's it sucks. The Belgium one sucks hard. I, I think I felt more emotional after that one than I did uh, the Croatia one. True, because because it was just like, oh God, we should have come out with, with something. That felt like a blow. Um, like watching that first half until the Belgium goal was, was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, the Croatia match was more just like you, when they tied it up, you could almost feel the, you could feel the momentum just turn in such a big way. And, and Canada just looks different. Um, they either didn't or weren't able to sustain what was making them effective. But I mean, it was a bit like that against Belgium too. They couldn't sustain that first thirty minutes or something enough. And I don't know if that's a physical thing or a mental thing or what. I don't know. I'm not sure. But they were most effective when they were going for the throat for both teams. But against Croatia, yeah, they just the, to play that style, you have to have a, a defense behind you that is impeccable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the Croatia one, when it happened before the goal, I mean, I feel like there was about to, before the goal actually happened, was at least like it felt like it was like five minutes or so where it was just constantly oh, in Canada's yeah. end and they just couldn't get it out yeah, or yeah. get control of the ball at all. It was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is coming. And then, yeah, they never actually got control of it because I think yeah. it's you know, mainly 
yeah, you know, we obviously went with the attacking lineup, just like four two four essentially, uh, and you know, started off great and what have you. But I guess eventually Croatia figured it out. I feel like the story I was talking about in his post game interview is like, yeah, they kind of like figured out what our pressing cues were, and they kind of figured out how to get back around that. And then, so yeah, Croatia, you know, found that adjusted, and we did not make any kind of tactical adjustment and. Only having two people in midfield, you know, both of whom, you know, Atiba, 39 years old, only fairly recently coming back from injury. Just yep. played a game four years ago. It's really fucking hot, probably. Eustachio, uh, there was questions about his health coming in. Yeah. And, you know, then he was clearly injured a bit in the first half as well. I don't know if that's, I think that was kind of like just before, like, the first goal and everything. was so, yeah, after Eustachio yeah. was a bit more injured then. Yeah, you you get even after they did eventually make substitutions, it was for like Osorio and Kone, and yeah, okay, John Herdman clearly does not trust Piet K or Fraser. We do, yes, nice to be. We were going to be all out attacking, and that's how we're going to do it. But all right, this is not working anymore. Let's try and get some other people in there to kind of clog up the midfield because they are just like, kind of killing us there. And he just never did that. And right, you've got three defensive midfielders who are pretty competent on the bench there who have shown at many different times that all right, they can go out there and do things. Obviously, this is a higher level, but, you know, like Mike Anthony Kate and you know, Liam Fraser, he doesn't play often, but when he's played, there's definitely been games where he's come on and said, oh, yeah, he did fucking great. Yep. And, but yeah. Didn't want to give any of those three guys uh, a shot. Let's just stick with that kind of like two-man midfield. And then, yeah, uh, that's the, the curious part of it. Is just, all right, we are now had a great little start. We are now being overrun. We need to fix something here. You've got three guys who could really help with this problem. Not going to bring any of them in at all. Hmm. Or bring them in far too late. Like, yeah, you didn't bring any yeah. of them in. Um, like, Kayla should have gone on Atiba. much sooner. Atiba should have come off at the half. Atiba yeah. should have maybe yeah. come off in the first half, but he well, should have come off mm-hmm. at the half. And I say yeah. that with all love. I, everyone knows how much I love Atiba Hutchinson. I go it's on about that. it incessantly. It's true. Um, but how many times did I say yesterday he should be off? Seven. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think before the half, but at least no, at but the half. At the half. I was shocked yeah. when he came back out shocked it made no sense tactically to me and it still doesn't yeah and also too i mean in the first two matches we mentioned the same subs didn't maybe didn't really have you know a game-changing effect and that you know that speaks to maybe canada's depth um yeah sorry sense. i mean we were kind of on top exactly. of it with Stephen, so yeah, let's yeah. go for a let's run with that. Game. But this let's one, kind of attacking players against yeah. Croatia, we needed defensive help for fuck's yeah, yeah. sake. No, Osorio actually, yeah. uh, actually in both games had had an effect. But it's funny we were saying before the match started, what before the lineups came out, what Canada probably if they were going to make a change coming out of Belgium, it probably would have been to beef up the service in midfield. Yep. And, you know, I mean, decided not to go, which is fair. I, I can understand him 
you know, we put David in instead and, and, or, or, or no, it was Laren. It was Laren in instead. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which made sense. That made total, I, I got that. I, but just as, as we were losing the midfield battle over and over, like once, once Croatia, basically Canada scored the goal, which brilliant goal. And we do need to talk about Tejan Buchanan and what a talent this kid is mm-hmm. and how freaking good he was um alfonso was fine yes alfonso scored the goal was a lovely goal alfonso tried to do way too much um mm-hmm. but but then there's jonathan david yeah who was invisible mm-hmm. um but once <laughs> croatia kind of went like oh huh okay give us a minute and they made those adjustments and then suddenly oh that midfield was lost and canada did not adjust as Jonathan Osorio said, as we all said. Um, but it was, it was, it was really, you know, you, Tony, you were talking about, you know, just the fact that Croatia is just, it's just a different level. It's just a different class, right? Like they're just, they're all high performing professionals and, and Canada has lots of those, but not to that level, not that seasoned, not that experience. Um, but it was from a from a purely like appreciation of football standpoint, not watching your country get decimated. It was fascinating to see, to just see the the level and quality. But how how they were just how they just like turned it around. And mm-hmm. like Duncan, you were talking about those five minutes, and uh, that was I was I remember the last time I was so anxious. Mm. Yeah, but we only had let in one goal. It got ruled offside and then this is okay we just can't get it out of here this is eventually going to go wrong and it did twice before half time and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah it's one of those things I mean you know you can just kind of like see the game there's all Canada and then yeah you can pretend as if the, like, the field is just kind of tilted and now mm-hmm. okay this is just all Croatia and yep we just never got back into it at all Such as uh, such as football, I such guess. Is football. And I think so, I think I think seasoning um, mm-hmm. is season, being seasoned players is diff, is a lot of the difference. It, sure. It's you you can have a good young squad like Canada has in a long qualification process, but I think when you get to the World Cup, youthful sides are rarely successful. In the, you know that they, they although I don't know I this is a thing I seeing Canada leave potentially on zero points is is disappointing because obviously they have more in them than that they're better to they're a better team than that they're not a zero points team you know like mm-hmm, compared mm-hmm. to the other one that has zero points um, they obviously got a really tough group a lot of the teams who have one point currently or you know. I'd love to see them handed, you know, Belgium and Croatia back to back and see what they came out of it with. I don't think Canada would be alone, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, there'll be lots of plenty of time to judge Canada at the World Cup in time to come after, you know, they've played the third match. But um, I don't know. I don't know how to, to judge it. I'm, I'm not quite at the I'm just glad we're there. I, I never wanted that, you know. Mm-hmm wanted more than that but um at the same time didn't really i i, I thought them going into the the knockout rounds was going to be by a bit of uh magic and luck it wasn't you know it was going to be an uphill battle i don't think any i don't 
I don't think I can't remember our, our when we had our predictions. If anyone picked, predicted Canada to go through, but I think um, a couple of us did. I did. Yeah, but I know I did. Yeah. But that was crazy talk. Yeah, I, no, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, no it, question, it, was optim, it was optimistic crazy talk. No, but I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I, I'm joking. I, there was, there was, that's the thing. There was the there possibility was because yeah. the, the Belgium, I mean, even now we think about the Belgium match and ah, even if they got a point out of that and we're going into the Morocco match, it would be like, okay, be everything so much different. For. Exactly. Although coming off, if they came off that same kind of loss against Croatia, I don't know how that, that's oh, interesting fire to them think up. Of. Canada, Canada loves to come behind. They they love a they love that. Yeah, maybe pro- you know what? They're probably going to win, and I'm I'm just that's, saying that's, that just based on how they perform after stupid losses. That's um, yeah, I guess, I guess. But that that was probably their most for this group of players their most humbling loss. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Um, all right. Well, we talked a lot. And we can keep talking about what went wrong because, like, obviously, we have it. We 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 we're, we're, we're very fresh from the Croatia match. <laughs> we're you know we're a little over twenty four hours past it. Um, oh, I don't I don't know who on their bingo card uh, had Croatia and Canada to become international rivals. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, okay, you know what? Should we talk? Should we talk about this? Let's talk about this. Yes, let's uh, definitely talk about this. I could see that coming a fucking country mile. <laughs> Because our goalkeeper would, has his back to the ball. Well, yeah, like, yeah, that, oh, yeah. I sort of like forgot. I admit I had forgotten about that. Like oh. before Herdman opened his mouth. And mm-hmm. I have to say, and I think I, I, I think we're all in agreement on this. Maybe not. I don't know. But I don't, I literally don't see anything wrong with what he said. I wasn't offended by it. Like I wasn't offended thinking like, oh man, no. you should it, be it, more relaxed. You shouldn't say stuff like that. That's just, dis- I don't see he didn't say the Croatians are fucking awful. Croatians are fucking terrible people. No. You know, a little no, gamesmanship with some but words. It's the classic, yeah, but it's the cl- you see this in sports everywhere. It's the classic. Don't give them anything to put on their you on know, their locker room on their wall. Locker room wall. Yeah, I mean, um, it was it was there was nothing wrong with it, but it was it was naive from a coach at his first men's World Cup. You know, like it was. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but I, but I don't have a problem with it. I think it's like I like the bravado, and I like Canada. Not why does Canada always have to be this meek? You know, like, exactly polite. polite. No, no, I'm I'm fine We're with it. I'm just to be here. Just, yeah. No, no, and I'm fine with strong talk. It's just like there's just yeah, it's just that psychological thing. We're giving the other team something to rally around, and, and to rally around that is like they didn't need it anyway. But no, I mean, I think it's, it's very it's clutching at straws to say that well was some it was kind more of like, like the know. pundits that were clutching at their pearls like yeah. oh well, that, how that. dare he well, you yeah, know this is just not that. how it's done and i was like really but that was mostly but that was mostly canadian pundits like it it seemed like canadians had more of a, a more problem with it than the international okay the croatians picked it up because that sells newspapers whatever <laughs> yes. that you was just funny yeah he did look uh, suspiciously like the uh, the body from the board game operation. Um, I'm surprised they got him with with skin. To be yeah. fair, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, like Tempest in a teapot for sure. Like it hardly uh, a really controversial thing to say, but maybe the kind, maybe something he should have yelled in the in the dressing room, you know, and just kept it to that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I I get that point. There was always a possibility that it was going to backfire, but I think basically kind of what Canada has like built its identity on over the last couple of years is that you know this whole be fearless thing and just kind of like they're going to go out there and fucking take it to whoever. And you know, I think you know this is maybe like Herdman lead from the front in that respect. And yeah, he's yeah, all right, yeah. I'm going to say that yeah, this is what I told my players. That's fine, you know. And if if we're just going to going to go out there and say be polite and well, you know, it's supposed to be respectful. Yeah, Croatia is going to kick the shit out of us. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're going to have a chance. We're going to have to go out there and try and fucking go out there and kick the shit out of them. It kind of slightly worked for a little bit until it didn't. Mm-hmm. But you know, to just like sit back and not really do anything and be polite and respectful was that approach was never going to work. No, and, no. So yeah, I feel like you know, got to go for it. And that was, I guess, Herman's attempt to kind of lead that attitude of just going for it. And there was always potentially it was going to backfire. And but, I think that was, know, that was his intent too. Like even in his words, if you look, like, you know, look at the, the situation where he said that and his words, it wasn't anti-Croatia in any means. No. It doesn't matter. If, it doesn't matter if they were playing a team from the moon next. You know, it would have been let's fuck the moon. Like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah matter. fuck the moon. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> but seriously, fuck that moon. Um, yeah, man. Like where are you during? Where are you during the daytime? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing during the day? So suspicious. Yeah. You don't even Ooh. broadcast anything. Call yourself a satellite, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. and show us your, and show us your back. quarter here. Now I'm blue. That yeah. fuck off. Come on. And what are you? Make what are you mind. hiding behind your behind your back too? Mm, Why yeah. won't you show it? Yeah. <laughs> asshole yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so like like all all of all of that and then and i did i did think that he handled it well once the the creation tabloid came out with the ridiculous photo and oh he yeah was very he he, he he i think i don't i don't think you could he i don't think many managers could have handled that better uh, he, he had the exact right tone the exact right response um and I did, I did, I don't, I don't think this is what he was doing, but I did think it interesting. A number of people saying that, well, he got the attention off of the players and off of Alfonso Davies. I and think that penalty miss. Yeah, a bit. Although I think that might have been just like a, a happenstance. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was like this great. No, a lot of people like master plan. <laughs> master but, class, yeah. Anyway, but he did keep the attention on himself which i thought was good um and then yeah the the other thing that i honestly completely forgotten because it just it doesn't occur to me and um you know as mark mentioned and then as we were as we were watching the game yesterday why do they keep booing him oh right because million borian it's not croatian no he's not serbian well background um and that got kind of ugly and has been kind mm. of ugly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, as soon as, as soon as that actually, that draw happened, I'm like, I can, I can see this being a problem. Didn't realize they were going to be absolutely personal about the thing. But then again, you know, I'm not, I'm not a piece of shit supporter. Yeah. I said it as it was a piece of shit move to do. Um, and uh you know for all the for all the class that they're talking about with herdman oh he like can you imagine herdman just says like one little off the cuff in the moment holy shit match they just had 
but somehow uh, literally bringing up the keeper's family fleeing the country and making a sign of it. That's okay. That's even. Are you fucking broken as a as a society, as a culture, as a supporters group? Like, I mean, you know, shithousery gamesmanship from supporters, I guess. But like, you know, keeping it classy is not not a strong suit there. And uh, yeah, I I, especially that, you know, Boyan's Canada's number one keeper. So he was short of an injury. He was going to be in that game. And supporters are in ends, you know, like he was going to, they were going to be behind him anyway. And God only knows what they said. Like, it's like, I've, I've had the, I've had the air quotes pleasure of going to a Toronto Croatia versus Serbian white Eagles match. And, <laughs> oh, oh boy, man, man, what a classy fucking game that was. <laughs> And that was just the Canadian. That was just the the, the CPSL. It wasn't even like big stakes. Um, they burned the pitch anyway. Well, in Borgen's credit, he didn't really have a bad match. <laughs> like, no, he didn't, no. Like he like a, he made. Yeah, I mean the the goals. Like Jesus, like not a single one was his fault. No, no. he he made a couple really good saves. Yep. Yeah, like, he kept that minute for a while. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, it, it's just. And I, anyway, I think yeah. he's handled it well, especially finding out that he got doxxed and that his phone number was leaked. Mm. Like that's terrifying. Um, and also, just you're gonna obviously have to get a new phone. Um, but I haven't seen anything but a classy response from him, so that's good. But I just it all the other political ramifications of this, of this world cup, you know, with the, with the issues with the guitar and, and people wanting to, you know, pick and choose which countries they speak out against. Um, mm-hmm. Always yes. focus on the middle East, of course. And, uh, yeah. Can't have anything sort of like rainbow related or that sort of thing, but uh, yeah. But when it being a sign that's kind of making fun of, Wall, the extermination of his yeah, yeah that's that's All great right. yeah that's fine that's fine so yeah it's um it's shit like that that is frustrating and i we, we are obviously not a stick to sports podcast or people no. it's that's 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 not what we're saying here it's just you, you have like one thing where a coach is you know full of emotion after a match, their first world, you know, the only second appearance at a world cup level, all these things after a storybook year um, where he literally says pretty much nothing, you know, but, and then that gets whatever. But this, yeah, it's just, it's when you put the two side by side, it's like, come on people. Um, I just want to say that after this whole discussion, sorry, Kristen, after this Mm -hmm. whole discussion, I'm now even more enthused by Duncan's suggestion that we tank the game. I I am so fucking here for it. I am absolutely here for it. I want I I want I want some press to put put a picture of a grinning herdman with the biggest fucking balls you can blur out on a paper saying, hmm. Uh, I want that so bad. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Duncan, for giving me. But if only if only it were the creation players' fault. 
for this shit which is, i know it's not that, like, i know i know that's, that's the problem right you know we want to hate the, we want to hate the players but then we can't hate the well you can't know, hate the players you can do whatever like, you want i mean you can hate fan bases and not their players i do that exactly oh that's easy i can do that no so problem easy but like sometimes it, we can hate both <laughs> oh no no that's that's um, also on 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 the table but like yeah like just for just for like i don't know it just seemed like it was so it was yeah. obviously blown out of proportion it was yes. blown out of proportion with purpose yes um, it was used as motivation fine and then it's just like but then it got uglier and i think now now it's like you know what i'm it, one of the earlier comments like you know people the the canadian media just you know clutching their pearls over over the things that were happening it's like i'm i'm past the whole canada politeness thing in sport um so if now's the time you guys want to be the bad boys of footy there's worse things that can happen yeah that's true that's true shittier labels eight one (laughs) let's shit let's just erase that new gimmick new music Black kits, fucking let's do this. Look at look at how successful the Detroit Pistons were when they were the bad boys. Like, come on, man. Like that fueled them oh, for years. Let's do yeah. it. Who's let's... our Isaiah Thomas? They're all such nice guys. Alistair Johnson would be our Isaiah Thomas because he's so unassumingly sweet looking. Yeah, but that assumes he he's a dick. dick. And I don't want to assume he's a dick. <laughs> No, no, no. Isaiah Thomas was a dick on the court. No, I know. Well, he was also he was also a terrible businessman. Well, there's that too. Absolutely. Alistair Johnston will be a better businessman. He destroyed I an that. entire basketball league. Okay, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fair too. Uh, um, you know, I'm just gonna say Sammy Payette only because he plays for Montreal. Um, that's it. That's that's it's that's literally Bants. That's all I've got is Bants. Um, they're all perfect gentlemen, and I wish nothing but ill for for our players. So, is Dunnell Henry Bill Lambier? <gasps> Oh. oh my Lucas god, Tony. Absolutely yes. fucking Cavallini, yes. I think as well. Uh no, that's, true. <laughs> <Cavallini>. <laughs> that's a good call too. Yeah. Okay, this is got some like, who's who's VJ? Yeah. Um let's workshop this. Richie Larea clearly oh. has a role for this. Oh fuck. Richie Larea could totally be Vinny Johnson. Yeah. Madman? Madman, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Because he's a madman. Yep. Just need one. We just need one. The somebody. parallels. The parallels, people. It's all coming together. All right. Okay. This is this this. this um, is okay. So before we move on from this, we've been talking about like a lot of what hasn't been great. Um. And we'll keep obviously we'll keep talking about it. And we're gonna talk about the Morocco match a little bit more towards the end. But a couple of things that have been good, other than just getting to the World Cup. Um. Tejon Buchanan. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yes. I think I'm always hoping that like with these world cups, there's always some player from some team that's oft overlooked who's going to get on everybody's radar and make a big move. And here we thought the big move to Bruges was already, that was the move. No, no, that's that's his stopover. Yeah, his agent is, has had, his agent has an O face for a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. But I'm I'm thrilled because again, y'all know how much I love him. But what a great performance! How what a he's just having a standout World Cup. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I'll go. I don't think I'll go anywhere in January. But yeah, summertime. Summertime might be, might, might be a short might be a short stop in Bruges. 
Mm. The the opposite of this, to, to go back to not talking about good things anymore, the opposite about this is uh, Jonathan David's uh, transfer market profile. Mm. So the narrative out there is, oh, Canada, they just went there and they were they, they did this, this, and this, but uh, they just couldn't score. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the, uh, the figurehead for that who should have been doing the scoring. Oh, yeah, yeah, these two games have not helped his... Uh, no, and it's not going to help Kyle Lahren get off the bench at uh, Bestikas. Oh, no, is he at Bruges? He's at Bruges now, yeah. He's at yeah. Bruges now, that's right. So That's where uh, all great Canadians play. Tejon, Tejon's at least, Tejon's starting, you know, as soon as he came back from injury, right back into the lineup, right? Yeah. Um, Alfonso Davies, good or bad, or somewhere in the middle. Yeah, probably stayed level as far as like his his star you oh, know it's not fallen there's no way no no but... no but it wasn't also wasn't probably gonna like his market value or anything probably wasn't gonna change anyway mm, like true. he already plays for plays for Bayern Munich not that's like, true that's haven't true. Noticed what, like what else is he gonna do yeah yeah hmm I, I, as as I don't know maybe took on a, a, a bit too much I think Duncan mm-hmm. mentioned a bit like you know but I don't know. I don't know if that was out of necessity or, uh, you know, stardom. I'm not sure. Alistair Johnson. Sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead, Mike. No, uh, uh, I feel like AJ's uh, uh, star has at least risen a little. Um, I think people are taking notice of him as somebody yeah, who can play sure. in, in, a, in a big, in a big game. So that's, that's good too. Like, Ooh, Kamal Miller. Yeah, uh, surprise! I, you know what? I, I can kind of set my watch to him a little bit. Um, I don't know if he's going to make the. I don't know if he's going to go to somewhere big like Bruges, but um, I, oh, but he's I he's be, leaving MLS. Come on, I, I hope I hope he is, and I say that because you you get the you get a better education anywhere in Europe than MLS. So, so like, what level do you think would you would you predict if not like a Bruges? Oh, I don't know. He he, he championship. He probably, probably looked great in the Swiss league, like you know. Mm-hmm. Coming off, you know, being being the being the substitute at uh, at Lausanne or or even let grasshoppers. Clearly, he's grasshoppers material. You can see him in that half and half kit. But um, yeah, like like uh, like a um like a tier two, tier three European yeah. league. I could see him there and start and flourish. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say for just talking about Alfonso Davies, I'm, I'm definitely glad that he actually did score the goal because he's, I mean, just all the commercials. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, there's obviously the whole thing about, you know, beforehand, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want you to sell shirts because of my image rights or what have you. And he's just like, mm, okay. I'm starting to get a little to kind of like more more annoyed with him. And I don't want to be annoyed at him. He's a good player. So, yeah, I'm, you know, I think if, his big grand contribution to all of this was missing that penalty. Then, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I could have been sort of turned against him, but uh, he's actually scored a goal now. So, all right, fair enough. Can keep going with the hype, I guess. Just trust you can't trust the tricky winger. I've, I've always said that. <laughs> I've heard. So I understand. Um, the other thing, you know, outside of like performances, um, was actually the, the viewership, which has been excellent. Um, 
there's been so for the what was it the first the first match well over three million was the average i think and then um for the match against croatia uh 4.4 million canadian viewers that's the average uh peaked at 5.4 okay like that's pretty fucking good it's the it was the second biggest sports broadcast of the year after the super bowl i think what's more i mean yeah and that's but always like that, but that's i that's I, always I, a, yeah that's always a good indication. we talk about think... advertisement we talk about you know like retention people's awareness of the sport and yes it's like the olympics everyone watches and that sort of thing but for everyone to watch canada as opposed to something else like argentina versus mexico didn't get two million neither did spain versus germany and can't canada like easily both matches beat that yeah, into no, the ground in terms of I was, I, was, I was gonna say aside from that metric which is often used to show you know but i think you can feel it i mean okay maybe a city of toronto is a, a skewed uh um analysis of what it's like everywhere in the country but you can feel the difference here for of having canada there of dragging along more people who may have just kind of watched it from the fringes before there was just the, well, there was the, that feeling there there was a lot more involved with wanting and and maybe that lasts maybe it doesn't maybe a, a small percentage you know sticks with following the the uh, future of Canada soccer, but uh, you, you could definitely feel a, a difference this time just with them there. Oh, for sure. Well, like that thing I I, I sent you because obviously you know we we've, we've there's viewing parties, pubs everywhere, always showing the World Cup. But you know you're seeing advertising Canada, advertising Canada. You know I Blair West has lots of variety of pubs, most of who have been showing all the games or a good good chunk of the games but there's a cafe and gallery in Bloor West that is showing the Canada game on Thursday. Like they're advertising a viewing party in their upstairs area. <laughs> like this is, I follow them on social media because they, I, I live in the neighborhood and I occasionally, you know, go there for like a wrap or something. They're nice. They make nice stuff, but this was just a very unexpected thing. So, so similar to what you're saying, like where, where the interest and the support is coming from is popping up in really unexpected places. Um, and that's kind of cool. Whatever gets even just, like, I realize the idea is like, what, like if we get passing interest that hopefully that converts somebody into a regular viewer, whether that's the, whether that's Canadian teams, men or women, like that just cements, like they were always kind of on the fringe. It's like, you know what? I, I need to be a part of this. The next exhibition game I'm going, the next qualifier I'm going. Like they, they just, they just become, they just become part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, also too, like, and, and I don't, I don't know if I'm op- optimistic enough for it to trickle down, but like um, it just drives interest in the local game, whatever it's, whether that's MLS Campiel, League One Ontario, yeah, like just whatever, just 
go check out a game. Like, yes. Like that kind of thing. And I, I don't think it will because there's not a lot of like, we're, we're obviously like in our nice little footy bubble where we know a lot of the stuff and we know a lot of the teams and we understand what's happening and how it works. But the awareness of like, how many people w- went to that and know that there's a York, there's a thing called York United, or even if remember there was a thing called York Nine. How many like, how many people know that there's something outside of the three teams that show up once a week on TSN during the summer? And beyond that, and that's, I, I I'm hoping that this can convert even if it's one percent of them, just to become new fans of their local clubs. That is incredible. That's massive. That will make that will make teams instead of break them. But I obviously want more than that. I don't know if this converts them to lifelong supporters of the domestic game, but what else we got except the hope, right? So I'm glad they're getting the numbers. I'm glad they're getting the TV numbers. I'm glad the bars are seeing value in it. But how do you like? Can that be sustained into something else? Can you swing that into? Now this is the bar for Champions League games. This is now the bar for, you know, we're going to having like, whether it's just come out to the bar once a week, at, like how can you spin this into something that's not just this tournament this month? That's, that's my concern, but I'm, I'm glad that people are on board now. Yeah, I, think I, that's think, part of, I think that's part of the reason I kind of would like to see them get the win against Morocco because uh, there will maybe be a narrative if they leave with no points. It's like, oh, two World Cups, no points. You know, that kind of like cheap narrative that could affect, you know, given kind of a... a, a people like to follow successful things, right? Like Yeah, like sure. Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Honestly, uh, so. you if, if any... If anybody is listening to this and runs into a fucking asshole who says like, oh, we've been to only two World Cups in 40 years and, oh, I only scored one goal. Ailey hasn't been to the last two. Make sure, mm. just make sure everybody's checking that shit because like, yeah. and that's, and yeah. I understand, I completely understand because people seem to see, people seem to think like, you know, like the, the, the success of 1986 somehow just skipped it's not like that we made it for 90 or 94 like it's not that we didn't we only made one world cup it's like it takes a fucking lot more than just being there like yeah. just, just oh, yeah. happened to yeah, be you don't magically country. suddenly make it all the time now. yeah like like for for the context for those of you who forgot this or don't know the canada canada finished first because mexico was hosting the fucking thing if, and there was only one spot so if canada could only like if Canada was in a group with Mexico, do you think they were going to 86? No, they weren't. But we took a chance where we, we took our chances and made something of it. And that's how we got to one. And we fucking ruled this one. We might rule the next one. Doesn't like, it's not that that bandwagon stopped. That wasn't a fucking bandwagon. That was literally right place, right time. This, this is a fucking bandwagon. We didn't just eke our way through this turn, like qualifying for it. We own the fucking tournament, people. Owned it in our pockets. And we're We're putting more room on the wagon, so please join us. So, like, so to just, for for anybody who has to put up with assholes, they're like, oh, this Canada team's like, they are young. We're going to be at the next World Cup, by the way. I know we just get in because we're hosting it, but fuck it, who cares? Exactly, I don't fucking care. 
There's a chance that Italy won't be. Actually, that's not true. They're letting in way more fucking teams. So way more teams. We're gonna we're gonna pity them and make sure they get in. But like that's just remember this. Just remember these arguments. Just remember that keep these in your pocket. Well, we're not a soccer nation. Well, fucking Italy is, and they didn't make two of them. And I'm only using them because they are the prime example of the opposite of what Canada is right this minute. The opposite. Super successful, hot, lot of money in their league, a lot of money in their development, incredible talent, and fuck all to show for it in almost a decade. Just remember those facts and take that to them and say that the game constantly changes and evolves and we are getting better and we can fucking prove it. Trajectory. The number of players we have in high profile situations is growing at a rate that it's never been before. We haven't had a player at a big team ever. We got one. We're probably going to have two and that might turn to four. Set your watch to it, kids. It's going to fucking happen because it's happening. People need to get on this bandwagon. They have to understand how the bandwagon works and how the whole system works. This isn't a draft pick thing. You grow into it. We're going to grow into it. We are growing into it now. Don't get a draft pick. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not fucking hockey, kids. That's all no. I'm saying. That's that's. I'm, the I'm all we lost two games straight. We're, we're not in the running for the first overall pick. No, no. Sorry no, about that. Yeah. Oh, it's a snake anyway. draft. We're not. No. Anyway. Um, so we were going to get Mbappe. <laughs> oh man we talk about carrying the momentum and and like staying on this and how you know like so yeah world cup's gonna can's gonna be out of the world cup still a whole other world cup to keep watching if you, if you as you should because it's the world cup and you like football but for you know find your local team find your local matches but keep paying attention to this squad the gold cup is coming the gold cup is this summer like it's not that far away and the gold hey, cup is a big deal tsn um, wanted you to pick a new team right away yeah, yeah fuck oh TSN, by the way. God, they got us so rightfully dragged for that. It was delightful. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Like, it was like a couple of hours after the match. So, who you got? Like, so, so like, bad. Let the body get cold, will you? Jesus. Oh, just wait till, wait till the group stage is over, you fucks, and then ask. Like, God. Or do um, social media, for Christ's sake. The other thing to, to remember, so, you know, Gold Cup is coming. That's next summer. But... The Women's World Cup is next summer. And again, and I will, I will always say this, up until recently, the women are what have sustained this program. The CSA, money in the coffers, you know, promotion around the world. They have been the ones who have been successful and for many, many years, butts in the seats. No one was going to men's matches until, you know, oh, they're winning things now. You know, and I get it. Winning equates attendance for most sports. I totally get that. But throw some of this enthusiasm and love for the game, if you're new to this, throw it towards the women, the ones who won gold at the fucking Olympics, the ones who have two bronze medals. When was the last time the men were at the Olympics? Right. 76. So like <laughs> decades, yeah. right? Like they, they, they can't even, they can barely make it to qualifying. The women are. So just throw some of your support towards that. Yes. The time difference will be more egregious um, in terms of watching the matches, but you know, to all the people doing watch parties and stuff, do watch parties for this if you can, if the time zones line up. And there have been tons of bars that have been consistent in supporting um, 
and have supported for both. They did for the Olympics uh, in Japan. Um, they've been doing it for obviously for the men's team. Like there's been some, there's been some great stuff and it's been, it's been heartening to see. Um, but keep that going. Don't just throw it just to the men. Yes, obviously we want, you know, the women still don't have a domestic league or any national, you know, local teams to play in outside of provincial leagues, right? We need that as well. So just support your teams. Keep supporting them. It's great. It's fun. Like, watch, look, they do things. They qualify for shit. They go to big tournaments. We have some of the best players in the world um, on both sides. So just think about that when you're going forward and so enjoy the ride continue to enjoy continue to support just don't limit your support because why should you? you you limit your enjoyment if you broaden your support you get to enjoy more things it's more fun that way not wrong okay let's move on because wow we talked about that for a really long time which is not shocking coming. anybody what are, what's our stoppage time at um all right uh, hour 15 beautiful we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do a brief uh she says um stopover in non a non-world cup related stuff and this is the tfc campl quick thing so she says quickly matt hedges being courted heavily by the looks of it by MLSE, former defender of the year, stalwart for uh, FC Dallas, was actually shocked when they didn't pick up his contract. Um, thoughts? Is he the MLS veteran player, a la Drew Moore, a la Justin Morrow, that we've been talking about TFC needing, or is he just too old? I think he's one of them. <laughs> it's it can't be it can't be just him it can't be just him there has to be a, like i'm not saying he's not enough i'm saying we need he, he's the start we need okay. about three others i would say i think four is a solid number that fits this description and um good start good start uh yeah my actually a uh, sub question um when he was i when he was uh, identified at at a at the hockey game um who identified him? Like who announced it? Was it TFC? Was it MLS? Was it a fan? Do we know this? Was, I think it was a fan. I saw I saw it on Twitter. All right. And then the second question I have is how the fuck did he know what Matt Hedges looks like? Honestly. Does Matt Hedges know what Matt Hedges looks like? I fucking collect <laughs> cards. I don't know what the fuck he looks like. Sorry. I, I've been dying to know this answer. I tall brunette white guy, isn't that what he <laughs> Oh, oh, you mean an MLS player. Go on. Exactly. Yeah, well, like, like Mark said. Yeah, go on, go on, Dunk. Yeah, yeah, follow up on what Mark said. Go on. No, I was going to say with Mark, what Mark said. One of many pieces. He's like, if you're going to put all your defensive uh, fixes on one 32-year-old, yeah, this is it's got Omar Gonzalez vibes. <laughs> Those are terrible vibes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Why, as you said, like Dallas like, didn't renew his contract. Why? Yeah. Presumably he's a good player. And also he's been at Dallas for like his entire career. He's presumably well liked there and a big part of the team and everything, but they don't want him. Oh, I know. It's 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 a question. Amazing player to build a defense around. If not, why aren't Dallas continuing to build their defense around this guy? 
I, it's one thing to be, you know, going out there and you know, doing some kind of transfer or just kind of like just offering more money to poach away a free agent. But it's just like, yeah, he declined his contract. Hmm. Okay, that suggests there's a reason. Aiming, aiming yeah. for a guy like him, uh, I don't know. Is, is it a hint of their philosophy of what they're trying to build? Like, are they thinking, oh, well, we have to, like, maximize the, uh, you know, Insigne years right now and then do what we did, you know, when we had Seba? Like, the 32 is not building a plan for the five years. It's like, we're going for it. And is, so is that the philosophy right now? And I don't know. I don't know if that's the right philosophy for TFC. To me, it's a team that needs a foundation, you know, that can last a little while. I know MLS is a league where you just like can bounce from championship to bottom of the league year after year. But I don't know. It's interesting. Like back to, it goes right back to what Mark said. Uh, if he's a, uh, if he's an option, he's just got to be one of many. And hopefully the other like pieces are maybe have a few more years in them than, 32 year old well then do i have some news for you oh well go on what youngster what youngsters headed this way well you know we 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 really like creativity in the midfield and certainly tfc needed a little bit more of that this last Mm -hmm. season service wasn't quite what we were looking for and just you know we we, with osorio injured and stuff we just we need some balance right we need a a, a midfield maestro perhaps Mm -hmm. oh all right i'm this is a good I, selling I, point. Someone like uh, we like a Victor Vasquez would be good. Like, like yeah, like what do you think about yeah. Spanish yeah. midfielders? Right? Like we, we yeah. like we you know yeah. they've had some success. We definitely liked them in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone someone yeah. like that, but like you know, obviously younger. How yeah. about exactly like that? How oh, about Vasquez that? himself? All uh, thirty five years of him. What? Oh. Interesting. <laughs> so. Well, not official yet because no pen has been put to paper on a contract. TFC did select midfielder Victor Vasquez in stage two of the MLS reentry draft last week. Um, so they have to make him a, him a realistic offer uh, by, I don't know what the date is, but um, yeah. So, so Vasquez who had uh, five goals and uh, 11 assists over the last two seasons with the Galaxy, 57 appearances. I don't know how many of those were starts. I didn't look that deeply. I'm just reading the press release. Um, obviously, he was beloved when he was here, and he was a massive difference maker when he arrived. Like, when... When Bez said they found someone, you know, with the keys to unlock that, you know, we, we were we were skeptical at first, but not for very long. Um, he was tremendous, and it was a kick in the teeth when he left. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, that hurt, and it it, you know, um, like you know, and to have him, you know, him and Seba both leaving. Um, at the same time, basically for a similar part, you know, obviously, you know, like for the money whatever, um, all of that was really hard. And that was very hard to swallow when you're a fan, when you're a big fan of a player and players that have meant something to your club and have helped 
your club be successful. And then when he came back and of course signed with Greg, you know, signed with the galaxy playing with Greg Vanny again, it was kind of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not great. Not nice. Um, yeah, this one, I, I they're going to, they're going to make him an offer. I, I, there's no reason to just, you don't do that if you're not going to at least try, but I don't know, guys. He's 35. It's, like, it's back. It's back to the Matt Hedges thing again. If he's a minor piece, if he's your second half of that championship season, Sheru, you know, kind of level. Okay, fair, yeah. Cool, but that better be the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm like I have I have a lot of time for players who've done us well coming mm-hmm. back. Okay. Yes, Duncan, this is a Debo reference. I have time and patience for the, yeah, I know. I know. I have time and patience because even even if it's just for a stupid victory lap, I'm okay with it. I genuinely am okay with it. I don't expect him to resume the levels of godlike play that he did uh in in 2017-2018. Um I will happily take a modest fraction of that. And if he can contribute to that level as a substitute, you know, he doesn't have to, I'd be great if he could play 90 minutes. Well, if, if he can, if he gives us, you know, 35, 40, I'm okay with that too, because we need, we need, we need depth and experience. And that would, he would check both of those boxes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm okay. Like I said, I'm super okay with it. I hope he can slot in. Cause it seems like the midfield is a bit congested, but Again, depth piece. As long as we're not telling everyone he's a starter, okay. Okay. Because, like, mm-hmm. don't lie to me. Don't lie to me and say, like, oh, yeah, he's going to be playing right up there with uh, with Bradley. And it's sorry, like, oh, God, no, 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 no. He, I'm glad he's back, but he's not a starter. Let's not pretend he's a starter. Let's, let's uh, temper expectations, I think, is what it, what I'm going for. So, yeah. He he could very well work out as a guy on the bench for like the last twenty or thirty minutes if Plan A isn't working out and you need something a bit different. Yeah, let's try this guy for you know that if he comes on for you know, twenty thirty minutes like every other game, sure. If he's paid at a, a reasonable level to be doing that, then you know why not? I mean, this guy was a Barcelona. Let's not forget. Yes, this is true. Barcelona. We're talking you know, about what he did at, at Toronto or what in LA or blah 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 blah. He was at Barcelona. Let's not forget. Well, that. that makes all the difference. Sign him up. You know yeah. he's friends with Messi. What? Wow. Yes. Hey, soon, soon to be Inter Miami's Messi. That same one. Maybe he'll convince him to come here. <gasps> Dare oh, dream. now you're talking. Cool. There we go. Oh, the plan. That's the plan, guys. We figured out the secret plan. Yes. We're gonna be- we're going to be rich from our season's tickets. Yeah, I'm implying exactly what you think so I'm saying. So fucking rich. Oh my Maybe God. you'll actually play here, too. Other than that, all has been very quiet on the TFC front. And and honestly, like the fact that I, I even, we even mentioned it all just because we want to talk about it really briefly. But, you know, World Cup is happening. We'll, we'll talk about this more later. However, let's talk about the Campiel for a minute. <laughs> because there's two things we need to talk about. There's probably more, but there's two things that I want to talk about. So therefore we're going to talk about them. 
one of them is sad one of them is funny we're gonna start with with funny because it's how i wrote the rundown without thinking um so leagues teams we we talk about sponsors a lot and we we don't really like them for the most part even with an understanding that it helps to pay for shit um and and there is always odd sponsorship deals um and, 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 you know, like there's official food delivery service partnerships and official, I don't know, is there an official pizza? There's probably an official pizza. It, it, and, and ad copy is always written, you know, they always announce it very breathlessly. Oh, you know, this is the word, this is the official blah, blah, blah. But this one, I don't know why I think it's so funny. Um, but I do. <laughs> and... Maple Lodge Farms has been named the official, and it's just how they word it, the official food protein partner in a new multi-year deal. What does that mean? It means we still have space for a drink protein partner. Is that what that means? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little little worried. Uh, Where else are you getting your protein? If not from food, I don't know. There's all um, kinds of, uh, an injectable one. It's surely yes. on the cards. Is there, yeah. is there like some a protein kind of, cream or something? Yeah, like... some kind of protein suppository. Suppositories, <laughs> yep. I was just about to say. Yeah. I, I do like the idea that they were all sitting around, you know, the marketing heads were, were writing the, writing it up. It's like, okay, so we're going to tell everybody that, uh, uh, let's see, Campiel is pl- proud to announce that uh, uh, Maple Lodge Farms is the official chicken and turkey sponsor of. Exactly. Like, that sounds stupid. Yeah. Let's just. What do they both they have in common? So the official <laughs> edible fowl of the. Like, and they somehow distilled it down to protein. And I'm like, that is fucking gloriously shit, too. Like, lunch me, just so bad. I want to be the unofficial uh, protein <laughs> partner of the campaign. Yeah. Food, food protein food. partner, Mark. Food protein yeah. partner. Yeah. Just, just... Tough, tough luck, Soylent Green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the pocket of big soy now, fuckers. <laughs> Oh, it just, and I, you know, like Maple, Maple Lodge Farms, they're a big company and they're, you know, whatever they, they produce, they're massive, you know, you know, they're family owned, but they're, 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 you know, they're, they're agribusiness, right? They're, they're Canadian agribusiness, um, poultry. And uh, regardless of what you think of that, I just, and again, it's, it's for I'm I'm wondering if uh, all this time Vienna wieners were actually uh, food protein suppositories. Oh, that mm. would that adds up. Mm. That totally adds up. Maybe that's why they had that like watery brine can. It was a lubricant all this time. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's. I don't know. I I feel like there's so much more um, flexibility with this whole protein thing, like. But I yeah. don't know where where it goes. Like I don't know what it's like. <laughs> like, like d- with this with this title, did that does that leave like does that leave room for some beef conglomerate to just show up and like <gasps> Botswana like, you know Meat I mean? Commission? Oh, finally, Botswana's had its time. It's now the time is now for the Botswana Meat Commission to sponsor the official Meat Commission 
of the Canadian <laughs> Premier League. And that someone gets to be named the meat commissioner too. Oh yes. <laughs> oh my God. I want to apply for the meat the commissioner. Meat commissioner? Yeah. Jim Brennan show sure needs a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or Terry Dunfield, as I've heard. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 Hey, 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 three points. Talk about um, protein. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can uh, I can go with this. Uh, for those of you who are listening, Kristen's connection has finally died. Rest in peace, her Wi-Fi. So um, I'm just going to push this <laughs> okay. forward. Um, no. I, I, and, I'm and, also just going to go off and get myself a, uh, a charger because my phone could die anytime soon. So, so Mark, avoid that. Go for it. I will. Yeah, we'll figure this yeah, out. Yeah. You, you guys go on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now it's a so, uh, Tony, finally yeah. what we've always talked about. Hey, finally, it's all coming true. We uh, got rid of the mark. It only took it only took four hundred episodes, but we finally got it. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about what we've always wanted to talk about. Socks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, while while Duncan is going to get power, um. Uh, speaking of uh, pulling the plug, yes, uh, the uh, Canadian Premier League has uh, cut off the life support to the beloved uh, bunnies. That is uh, FC Edmonton. The rabbits are the rampant rabbits are out of batteries. Yes, yes, they do not keep going. The water ship is down. Yeah, oh. they, they, <laughs> um, so uh, this this uh, this effectively leaves the KMPL. At eight teams, uh, which you know probably has something to do with balance schedule. I had to, I had to suspect, mm. but uh, it, they they did a very they wrote a very nice eulogy, uh, thanking uh, the Fath brothers for all of their commitment to Edmonton and uh, yada 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 blah blah blah. Where we're uh, we're looking to we're looking to replace them at some point in time in the future. Plus, um, their failure is not an indication that the league is struggling. Um, I, if anything, if you do, if you've done any research on it, it's more that uh, uh, they were sick and tired of, of the, uh, the misdirection apparently that they were given uh, when they signed up for this. Right. Uh, they pulled one thing and were given completely something else. Oh yes. And- Cause they were FC Edmonton before, right. Or yeah. Edmonton. That's what FC, they were the existing club, right. Were they? Yeah. They were. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They were yeah. in whatever in the, the NASL. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that that was the same narrative as along with uh, Ottawa Fury and when they didn't join. Yeah, and I yeah. think they did go. I think they went dormant for a year. Right, like, right. They never yes. officially said we're out, but they kept they kept their academies going. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, as I understand, one of the big things that that kind of led to their uh, distaste of the Canadian Premier League was the fact that they had sunk a fair amount of money into their own production of their games such that they would broadcast their own. They hired a media crew a studio, right. the whole shooting match and signing up for it. That investment was proven to be, uh, yeah, you basically flushed that money down the toilet because media pro uh, th- yeah. they were, yeah, yeah. Me- the deal with media pro basically subverted all of their, all of their, uh, plans and, and workings towards the club. So, <laughs> so were um, they just being spiteful from the last few years? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was kind of, a, I feel like it was a wait and see, like, okay, let's see if this gets any better. No. Okay. Right. Well, let's see if it gets any better than this. No. Mm. Fuck you guys were out. And I mean, the, you know, pandemic probably didn't help either. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, 
I guess is you it a, know, is as, it a market thing though for Edmonton? Like, I don't know. Like, you know. I mean, from for what I, from what I understand, from what I've seen from from just supporters, is that uh, was it Clark Field is in a yeah. terrible fucking yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in with with that, it makes it very casual, hostile to make the trek out there. Like, if you don't have a car, bus service is not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, they also. I don't know if they, it seems like they still have the, a situation where they, they can't even get decent kickoff times. Um, they're very, they were very all over the place. And, and I think they kind of, the league uh, helped them burn whatever goodwill they'd built up on their own accord prior to joining the KNPL. So, um, were they the one who had to negotiate with the university for kickoff times or whatever? Or? I, think that might, I I don't know if that I think it was the uh, Eskimos or the park. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, right, right. Because like, yeah, like the Eskimos yeah, it was it was the, I think it was actually with the um or is it the Elks now? Whatever they the are. Elks. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry, the Elks. My bad. Um, but uh, the Edmonton Pointy Ball team. Yes, um, them. But yeah, it's uh, it's an it's it's it sucks because I mean just for balance sake, I mean I I think just considering what what a national league might look like to me obviously edmonton is in that list but mm-hmm. circumstances beyond their control crappy stadium um owners who lost their faith i mean faith um <laughs> you got to have faith i've been yeah uh, i've been I'm, you yeah. fast bastards <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you so, got hope. You got charity. You need fast. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so I guess, I guess, for the sake of this, uh, this is now awake for uh, FC Edmonton. And if if I if I could ask each one of you to say a a few words about your feelings towards this this terrible terrible loss. FC Edmonton. No one could loan a player like you. Hmm. <laughs> mm. True. I, I would say where it went wrong, just the name. And you, you, you look throughout the league, you know, Forge, yeah. Valor, whatever. I, I, you know, Edmonton, who yeah. can get attached to that kind of name? How is that going to build bridges to the community? Exactly. They, needed, they needed a good CPL type name. Yeah. I would like, suggest, you know, F- Edmonton, City of Champions, just Champions FC. Champions Town. Champions mm. FC, that's like the, the ultimate like heel team that everyone hates. Oh, yeah. Every, every single game, your, your entire theme tune is We Are the Champions. Oh, my God. I, I fucking hate it already. Everyone wants to hate that team. Right, there you go. That's I awful. Wanna, I still want to call them Drill Drillo Real. <laughs> Good. Oh, like, that Drillers, that Drillers kit. Um, not on sale yet, by the way. I like know. Dropped in price. I, 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 I have checked. I'm watching. I'm watching. Thank you. you I'm gonna, let me know. I'm going to fucking vulture the shit out of that kit as soon as it becomes seriously. If it becomes priced. available, just fucking buy it for me if it's reasonable. And I'll I'll send you the money. Done. Um, I it just to me to have a team that's been around this long go sucks. Mm. Even though they're taught, even though they, you know, they, they've couched it and they've worded it in such a way that, oh, well, you know, if, 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 you know, we still have hopes, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not over yet. 
there's still we've left the door just cracked open but given everything that's happened um with edmonton in regards to uh world cup 2026 you know they were they 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 were very much they were almost a lock and then the province and the city had very specific you know requests demands let's call them demands um about you know their involvement and 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 how money is going to be spent and yeah clark stadium like like there's stadium issues the understanding is you know if they come back they have to get a new stadium and that's probably not going to happen but it's just to me it's just difficult to see um a team that's has this kind of history uh just go and um yeah i'm sad i'm sad to see them go i think i know they they struggled pretty much from the outset but i always i liked them when they played in the states i thought it was great um it was kind of cool having them there um and that may have been their downfall leaving the nasl or the usl or both um but i'm just sad to see them go yeah, I, yes. I feel I feel like to the pre, uh, previous point that uh, uh, they should have been called FC Endurance. That's a really good good uh, name. <laughs> there's there's obviously worse names that you can't draw, so we can. That's just my holder because it was going for the E thing, right? I mean, there's already an, there's an energy somewhere in the states, so like you can't copy them. God, who would want to take a copy a terrible ass name? Um, yeah, I mean, you know. I, I I I actually feel for the Path Brothers. Not that I often feel for the for millionaires and billionaires, but uh, I kind of feel like they they had every they had they gave this thing as much of a chance as it deserved, uh, given that whatever um, promises or uh, concessions that were made for them to enter the league, obviously, not even I wouldn't say that they weren't enough that they changed. And, you know, mm. when you have when you have an idea of how how this is going to run and you also have a recipe of success that they've had to running it and the league has its own ideas, which would undo your progress and your planning. Well, in your academy and your academy. Why? Would, why would you even like at some point in time, you just go, what the fuck are we doing? And yeah. that's kind of what it felt like, because all of a sudden it was, you know, they pieced out like last last off season and the league propped it up thinking that maybe we'll find a buyer but like it was all kind of it was already in a bad situation i kind of feel like the fast were had done a pretty good job of making making it a good situation prior to the campl but um you know forces working against them covid blockchain you know whatever um led them to this point and um, they'll be missed mostly because I really, really, really appreciated that they, they embraced the rabbit thing. They didn't. Yes. That was great. That was was, great. It was the only, it was the only nugget of sincerity in the entire league's branding. Like just like, here's a thing that the fans have glommed onto and we're going to make it a part of ours in this re rebrand of, of the club. And it's it feels like it was the only one that they actually listened to supporters when it came to naming these fucking things. So mm. um, it's sad that that one one kernel of sincerity is is 
is has been removed from the branding. So uh, we 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 hardly got to know you and really to hate the you. Eddies. To we the salute Eddies. you, the CPO yeah. Tampa Bay Mutiny. Nice. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, what's coming up? Well, what's coming up is more World Cup and still going on. It is still going on. I know. Mm. Canada still has another match to play, so it's going on for at least a few more days. Now, when we talked about the World Cup in our last show, um, we were we were doing like predictions out the groups. We didn't really make any grand predictions, which is kind of unlike us. So we're going to do that. But first, we're going to talk about Canada versus Morocco, um, which is Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um and still get up, have a leisurely breakfast, or have breakfast and watch the game. Should be all right. Go I still have the day off, so have I'm brunch. not wasting There you go. Have brunch. It's lovely. Still have the rest of the day. It's fine. Um, Morocco has been surprising to some of us anyway. Resilient, shall we say, uh, so mm-hmm. far. Uh, good, in fact. And... Many of us, myself included, had gone into this thinking that Morocco was like the easy game. The one that if they were going to win, this was the one they were going to win. They should definitely get a result out of this game. Now, I think all of us are shell-shocked. And don't think <laughs> either that or again, they're going to do like that unexpected. They have no cares. They're just going to do whatever the fuck they want and go in and steal a, mat, steal a, steal a result. But my question is, do they need a result from this match for this World Cup to have been a success for this particular Canadian squad? I'm going to go with no. Because, and I've made it, I feel like I've made it clear, but I'll, I'll go for it again. As long as we can do this World Cup, do a World Cup and score a goal or get a point. We will have exceeded our previous efforts. And I know that's a super fucking low bar, but mm-hmm. that's honestly all it all it needed to be. Just just do better than the ghosts of 86. And no disrespect to those players. I mean, shit, the fact that we've even made it at all is is it's is a, an accomplishment in itself, regardless of circumstances. But they made it. Um, they haven't embarrassed me. I don't care what anyone says, that 4-1 scoreline. At 3-1, it didn't look like Canada was playing like they were scared. They were still going at him. Yep. That, that brought me so much footballing pride, you have no idea. I was just absolutely glowing with, I can't believe these guys are still fucking swinging against Croatia where it's clear they're not coming back. They are not going down. And I am not embarrassed at all by any of this. Not a thing. I'm not embarrassed by anybody's performance. I'm not embarrassed by the team as a whole. I'm not embarrassed by a single player. This has been a success at one goal and zero points. I would love more, but this 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 trip has been the only thing that would have made this World Cup better is if it was not in Qatar. That's about it. I'm thrilled. Yeah, I'm. I'm- I'm I'm with Mark in, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier on. In that, um, those who would look at this as a failure, if, if if say they get zero points or or whatever, one point, 
and, and you know, and the silly narrative comes from people who have only decided to pay attention to Canada now. It doesn't make a difference. It's not going to push their needle whether we leave with three points, one point, or no points. It's fine. Their, their minds are made up to think that way. So who cares? The people who have followed the team for an extended period of time know the difficulty of getting out of qualification. The amazing thing for any team, really, to make the World Cup. You think of how many teams, oh, yeah. how many countries start the qualification from all confederations. And, you know, you get to this point, it's it's terrific. Sure, would love of Canada to have had a bit more magic and snuck into the into the next round so that would have been tremendous but by no means is it some kind of like it's disappointing but it's not a failure it's it's just it's just the step it's it's another step in hopefully uh as mark said earlier an upward trajectory yeah agreed i mean i was you know, think about a year and a bit ago, who was you know, essentially just hey, we've qualified for the the octopus. Yeah. That's gonna be a great experience. I have zero expectation they're gonna make it out of that. But that's gonna be like 14 you know, important, difficult games. That's gonna be great experience for the future and blah 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 blah. And they actually went and fucking won that thing. Exactly. And they said the World Cup can be the right. Well, it's only three games rather than fourteen. But okay, this is going to be great experience for the future. You know, learning blah 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 blah. Um, so you know, they were you know, ahead of where I would have realistically expected them to be just by qualifying. And you know, they, as you said, Mike, they have not embarrassed themselves. They put a really fucking good performance against Belgium, and you know, scored a goal. Uh, Croatia has went, oh, okay, yeah, no, you can actually kind of see the gap, but, you know, fair enough, that's, that's, that's the World Cup, you can come against uh, good teams. So, uh, yeah, yeah, even if they were to finish with sort of zero points, it'd be, you know, a bit disappointing, but, yeah, that's still fine. Yeah. So, uh, I... This whole sort of qualifying cycle getting to this point is uh it's successful yeah i i agree completely with the all three of you yeah again we before before qualifications we were just like uh you know maybe they'll sneak in the fourth maybe you know like we were yeah don't lose to haiti Haiti and right like exactly like we were so worried about that and we had no expectation you know we knew that this squad we knew that this was all being built towards 2026 like that was the whole thing everything was moving was looking in that direction and then they fucking won the qualification like this is amazing and i think duncan what you said about you know we didn't talk about like oh great experience with the with the with the octagon um but the experience at the world cup, you know, we keep talking about the level of teams they're playing and how, yeah, like the, 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 the difference in the, in the talent level, just the difference in the, in the ability, the class between Canada and Croatia within that match. But again, like what fucking amazing experience because Mm -hmm. so many of these players, certainly not all of them, but so many of these players should still be on this squad in four years. Um, three and a half years uh, because this is at its core a young squad and that is the great thing 
So they are getting this amazing experience, not embarrassing themselves. Like, yeah, they got outclassed. They, they got beat by Croatia. But, you know, Mark, you said they didn't drop their heads. They kept fighting. Were they out? Was Herdman outcoached? Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But that happens. Something for him to learn. Um, but there's so many things. That game against Belgium, Canadian fans can hold their heads up high. And I just, I'm just happy I'm not looking for a participation medal, but I'm just fucking happy that they've done this and they've done it looking good. And they should continue to be in a conversation for people who watch global football, not just their local football. You know, though maybe I think you'll see people looking for the Canadian players on squads now, or at least recognizing, oh, wait, I saw that guy play in the World Cup. Because, you know, we all do that every year. You know, we, again, Mark, you were talking about standout players when we were talking about Tejan Buchanan. But we all find, like, that player from this country or from that country or, like, two or three, and then suddenly you pay attention to their league or you start watching their team because, oh, that's that guy that we may have had a vague awareness of or maybe never did because we've never watched his league or watched his team. But now, oh, oh. Remember this guy? Oh yeah, he was so good. So I think I feel like we're gonna see that. And and I hope we're gonna see that. We're gonna see a little more acknowledgement. You know, you've got a Canadian on your team. That's not a detriment. That they, they just went to the fucking World Cup. You know, like that's a cool thing. So no, I, I agree. I, I hope they get a result because to me that would be cherry on top. Be just nice to go home with a point. Um, but even if not, I just hope they put in a good performance. I hope they have a good match. And uh, that nobody gets hurt. Nobody get hurt. Mm-hmm. Because you all still have club, club play coming up and there's a gold cup to think about. And I would love it if they won the gold cup this next year. Oh, that would <laughs> be sweet. Me. That would be speaking, so Speaking happy. of club play, it was pretty funny. Uh, you know, we made uh, hay of uh, finally, of not going to, being able to go to the World Cup with a, a member of Unattached FC. Oh, in yeah. Lucas Cavallini, but yes. uh, watching the uh, Portugal match earlier and seeing Ronaldo come up with unattached was uh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh God, that's <laughs> well, right! Another member of unattached FC, big signing. Yeah. <laughs> big signing, yeah. He's going to bring in a lot of sponsors and eyeballs and all that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I want him to suffer so much. Anyway, um... <laughs> Lucas Cavallini, how rude! I know. All right, uh, gentlemen, predictions for Canada's match against Morocco on Thursday? Uh, wow, that's tough, yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. I, I think 2-2. 2-2, eh? Hmm. I'm feeling the, that. Well, this World Cup is... Oh, well, a, this World, oh, this Cup, World Cup is, is bizarre. Hard to, to, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping they can lift their heads. I have a fear that not having anything competitive to go for and Morocco really having something to play for might be a, a tough mixture, but yeah, maybe, maybe one, one. There you go. Hmm. If Belgium is winning <laughs> six nil, <laughs> if Croatia are winning, um obviously I'd like I'd like I'd like a, a win, but I will 
I would love to, you know what? I'll take a two, two thriller. Honestly, we, it, it could be us coming back. It could be us giving it up. I don't care. I will be pleased as punch. So, um, yeah, it's circumstantial, but ultimately I want goal one, score goal. Goal two, get a point. So I'm on goal two now. All right. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So World Cup, uh, as, as we mentioned much earlier, we still have almost no idea as to who's advancing because uh, so much of it is up in the air. But we didn't pick, you know, we usually pick winners or at least who's making it yeah, who's making the final. Um, so I threw a couple of things in here. I said golden boot. Um, I literally have no idea. I, can, I, I Mbappe? Um, who's firing their coach? And who is taking this? Or you, you can give you two teams to the final and then pick your winner. You can just pick a winner outright. Whatever makes you happy. Man. Mm. Belgium are firing their coach. Oh, yeah. He's so 100%. fucking gone. <laughs> I'd say South Korea is too. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and South Korea, after, especially after today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which is weird because they're not even out. But I know. He but... made an ass of himself and I won't like that. No, that's the uh, thing. Um, shit, golden boot. Yeah, I I, oh, I like Mbappe. Um, I just think there's a good probability of them continuing to play and him continuing to score. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's the dirty that's secret with these with, with these pool. Like if you're if you're doing like a player pool for a World Cup, yeah. You, you don't necessarily pick good players. You keep you pick players that are going to keep playing. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're just journeyman midfielders for Germany. Just you pick them because they're going to get your points. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mbappe. Yeah, that's 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 pretty that's pretty solid. But like, like I said, I'm just quickly looking up and uh, was Ener Valencia's got is he, he's on three, I think. Oh, yeah. he is, isn't he? But, like, but he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he get hurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that might be his golden boot, <laughs> right in the ass. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's see. What are yeah firing coach? Oh, we're doing the winners. Are we on winners yet? Sure. Uh, I feel um, Brazil. You <laughs> said that so sadly. I've never been a big. I've never been a big Brazil fan. Like no, they're annoying. I knew it's so oh, god. How could you say that? But it's like eh, you know. I was prefer not the obvious, but yeah, I don't know. Kind of seems leaning that way, and they always do well when it's the cup is not held in Europe. So uh, it's uninspired, but I, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. No one else is it, it's France. I was going to say not is, France. Well, yeah, man, it could be France, Brazil again, that kind of look for a final. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Since, since, uh, since the, the team that I actually picked in a pool, could get eliminated unless, of course, they start beating Croatia, in which case Canada tanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I had Belgium to win this whole thing, and then they started playing, and then I regretted every moment of it. I'm gonna go with France, France Netherlands final. Yeah, I don't even know if this is possible, but I'm gonna <laughs> go with that because I'm crazy. 
I'm broken. No, up. but that's the thing. We don't know if anything's possible right now because there's so much that's going to shift around. So after, yeah, after two games, are the only two teams that convinces me that they could do it. Like mm. Brazil's fine. I know Brazil's got their two wins as well, and so is Portugal. But I'm not fully convinced they can go the distance. Um, the Dutch, their last game is against Qatar, so that's tough. Mm. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> could you did it pick it up? Um, so uh, yeah, like like that. I know they've they're on a win and a draw, but. That's going to change to seven points real, real soon um, by tomorrow as a day of recording. So yeah, that's, that's France to win. They'll, they'll face the, the, the shiny orange team and all their shiny glory. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Mbappe is a very good shout for, for uh, the, the golden boot, really. I think like France look as if they're you know going to keep winning. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be some kind of like annoying team that just never really looks impressive, but just kind of somehow manages to keep winning. And you know maybe Argentina, uh, this or oh, Germany perhaps. Maybe Germany will go fucking full Krug and and somehow make it to the final. Full Krug. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Mbappe for the gold boot. Uh, France to nearly win, but not win. I, and then, uh, maybe Spain. Fuck it, let's go Spain. They, you know, they always kind of look as if yeah, they're quite good, but can they actually score goals? Apparently, they can this year. So, fuck it, Spain. Yeah, I went back and forth between Spain and France. Um, I think, I think, even with their sort of shaky form so far, but. I think they're about to write this. I think I think it's going to be Argentina, and man, do I think France or do I think Spain? Like I like Spain better. I just think France has played together longer. You know what? I'm going to say Argentina, France. I say Argentina is going to win this bitch. Mm-hmm. I've just changed yeah. my mind. I was going with a European team, and nope, I'm I'm going for sentiment. Argentina. Wow. I know. Sentiment. I know. Wow. Sentiment like you want Argentina to win. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. I want, I want. I want Messi to win. I don't care about Argentina. But... Uh, is this either you're, you're a big like Angel Di Maria fan or something? Or... Well, although he has been delightful, like what a good match he had the other. Like he's just oh, fun to watch. Mm. Um, don't necessarily like him, but his play is wonderful. No, I, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be France. Okay, well, that's our show. That's um, you know all the all this stoppage time. Wow, that was much longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you stayed this long, and I'm assuming you did, um, please join us next week when we talk about more World Cup. That's basically it. I, something else will probably happen. Maybe TFC will do something. Who knows? Maybe the Sebastian Javinko saga will finally come to an end. But uh, uh, he's got to love the fact that we're resetting Vasquez. Well, I, I, I figure. I figure. I, like, maybe trying to. Exactly. Yeah. His agent's got to be like, eh? Eh? Bill is so annoying. Mm. Bill is so annoyed that his his manager keeps calling him that he went outside. <laughs> that's 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 what I'm believe, choosing to believe, and I think that's amazing. I think I think you're you're not wrong. 
Um, but yes, we'll we'll be back to to recap uh, Canada's entire journey at the World Cup and uh, discuss how our picks are doing coming out of the group stage as the sheer terror and delight of the elimination, the knockout rounds, which are so much fun. They really are. Because it's just, it's just that next level of, ah, it's great. All right. Have been joined by, as per usual, the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to thank you for keeping this going as a, a two-man show for a minute or so there. Well done. Uh, on the tweet machines at Marcus. What? Yorkies represent. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, on the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. It was a great two minutes, gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> did you do it? Did you do a Yorkie starting eleven again? Oh, you'll just have to tune in to find Damn out. It. Damn it! There's only there's only two there's only two hours of recording, Kristen. It could be could have done anything. <laughs> Uh, well, out of the Twitterverse, uh, at Kittner and Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it, as always. Uh, we've still got shirts. We have a Zazzle shop. You can find that on our website, vocalminority.ca. Um, and, yep, YouTube's still thing going. That thing is still – that the words did not go in order. The YouTube thing is still going if you still like to uh, uh, consume this, this ever-long podcast on youtube you can go find us on uh on the on the tubes of you uh, where we post these episodes with no video and um if anybody says any shit about the dutch kit send them our way hell yeah anybody do we do we we call that other uh way of digesting the show our youtube protein (laughs) (laughs) that's so good Oh, so official, 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 <laughs> official tube sponsor. Of- official tube sponsor. <laughs> All right, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Christian Knowles. Until next week, Canada, please, seriously, get used to it. It's awesome. <laughs> Two hours, nine minutes, 47 oh, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly did somehow think that we were going to come in under two hours for this uh, show. I really did. In my soul, I really did. After we spent 15 minutes talking about how long the games go, that was never going to happen. No, after that, no. But before we started the show, (laughs) when I was writing the rundown, I I looked at it and thought, this is a sub-two-hour show. You know, it'll be fine. Kristen, for so you know, we started at one minute oh two of the recording. We got to segment two at the one hour twenty minute. <laughs> it's as if Canada somehow qualified for a World Cup. Honestly, they don't even. Yeah, yeah. like you know, something really weird happened. You know, I don't care. It's I'm 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 totally delighted. Good show. <laughs>